He who saves one life saves the world entire. And the most important life to save is your own. After all, it's the place where you have the most power. So join shadow worker and trauma therapist Laura Giles each week on It's Not You, It's Me. We'll uncover what's in shadow and learn the things you need so you can heal yourself, grow yourself, know yourself, love yourself, be yourself, and share yourself. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, it's time to drop the self-sabotage and limiting beliefs. A healthy, abundant, connected life is an option. Choose it. Subscribe. And let's start manifesting it. Hey guys, as you know, I sometimes showcase guests who are living authentically, and I don't highlight them to have them tell you what to do, but to show you what it looks like to listen to your own inner guidance. And I hope that it will inspire you to do the same and be whoever your soul is calling you to be. Today, I'm talking with Juan Taylor and Monette Glasson from Fishing with a Mission. If you're a longtime listener, you know that I love touching base with people that I grew up with. I had on Brigadier General Marlon Crook and Heather Younger in the first season. Be sure to catch those if you haven't seen them before. And I grew up with today's guest, Juan Taylor, too. As you will see, we lived in a time and place where community and connection were important. And I hope that you enjoy hearing about fishing with a mission as much as I did. And if the show inspires you or teaches you something or makes you feel a little something and you want to support us, please like, share, and subscribe because that is a way to help us to keep going. And share your comments about what you think about today's show. Thanks. So welcome, Juan and Monette. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, so Juan, I know you. We grew up together, but I don't know Monette. So tell me about Monette. Who is Who am I talking to? <laughs> Monette is like my sister, and you can't tell me any different. She's, we're not her, my car, mom, mom, her sister, sister, her nephew, nephew, um, just really close to my heart. And um, she became a big part of Fish One Admission. She was my administrator for oh. Fish One Admission as far as sending emails out and stuff like that. And um, she loves to fish. She has lost her mind when she came out and started fishing with us. We do a lot of crappie and white bass fishing. And Monette just has, I'm, I'm impressed um, where she's come to be from where she started. Um, but we met years ago, years ago at church. My church played against his church in softball, and we, we used we, to beat him up. That is not true. We used to whip their tail. I mean, <laughs> new birth was the beast, but anyway. So that's where we met. And then I saw him on Facebook, and my dad and I used to fish together. And I was like, Juan, I was like, I want to fish too. So he's like, sure. Okay, yeah. so you came into us knowing how to fish. A, a little, but let's just say that uh, Juan, the things that my dad taught me were years ago when I was younger. So Juan has helped me uh, improve my skills. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a little bit better than him, but we won't tell anybody. We are going to tell nobody. <laughs> we just show your pictures. <laughs> but so she, we, she's gotten good, really good. So we just jumped right on into the to the fishing part. So tell me, Juan, how did you get started fishing? You know, I don't know if you remember, Laura, I was born and raised in Mouser, West Virginia. Um, my mother was a single parent, and she basically said, you little black kids are going to do something every day 
just out of trouble. And that's exactly the way she said it, is being candid, you know. Um, but she just said, you're going to get involved in every sport you get involved in. And we basically lived about 300 yards from a, a, a creek. And even at the age, age of seven, eight years old, we would get up in the morning and just go fish for bluegill. Mm. Um, and so moved to Columbus when I was 14, still had a, a love for for fishing, even at the age of 14. Um, used to do a lot of catfishing. That was okay for me at the time and bluegill. And then as I began to love it more and more, um, catching fish and, and just giving fish away, um, it just was something that my mother started. And that's why you see the black. We have different, a lot of different colors, but like you got the red on too, because I see you, Laura. Laura but um, my mother's favorite color was red and black. And so that's why when we came came up with, when I came up with the name Fishing with a Mission, um, our, our logo is is red and black, and a lot of our um, gear is red and black. Like Monette make, made these shirts herself um, for the for the mission as well, and uh, these are the colors because my mother was my inspiration and still is, even though she's no longer with us. So tell me about that. So how did how did her influence um, turn into or or help support fishing with a mission? So back in the day when I was just, it was really just me. I, I mean, I fished with some friends, but when it was me fishing, um, I always wanted to, I had a fish fry every single year. My mother's birthday was September the 22nd. Mine was the 25th. Then my neighbor's granddaughter's was the 25th, the same as mine. So anytime I did a fish fry, it was always around the weekend of our birthdays. And so that went on for about probably eight years that I invited everybody that I could invite, invite enough for parking space in my area, right? And so we would have not just fish, we'd have all types of food and all my friends would hang out. And then when my mother passed 10 years ago, I'm like, you know, it wasn't the same. You know, mm -hmm. it wasn't the same just having a fish fry, but she loved fish. That was, she loved fish. She loved, And when she was sick, that was the best thing for her to eat was was fish. So I did a lot of catching and blessing and and cooking fish for her and taking it to her when, when she was sick because that's what she loved. And so was in Gatlinburg, no, Pigeon Ford, Tennessee, um, eight years ago, walking down the street. And I'm like, I don't want to do the fish fries anymore. My mom's no longer here, so I want to do something more. Mm -hmm. And fishing with a mission popped in my head. God is amazing. Um, I'm like, fishing with a mission. I like that sound of that. But then I... I Googled it, but I was on the strip and I was like, somebody had that F-H-I-S-I-N in another state, so I couldn't use it. But I went with E-N, found that nobody had that, and had my first T-shirt airbrushed in Pigeon Ford, Tennessee. So that's that was my inspiration. And not just, not just because my mother loved to eat fish, but my mother in a small community in Miles of West Virginia, she served the people, the mailman, the preacher, came to our house for dinner. Um, our mailman is the one that would help her. She's a single parent, would help her bring the, the, the kids Christmas presents mm -hmm. to the house when we were asleep because she was a single parent. And so my mother was always a giver. There was nothing that she didn't do for the community. And Laura, back when we were kids, my mother, because there was a lot of kids in our area that was like us, we was in the projects, didn't have a lot. My mother would have fundraisers, um, car washes, um, cookie, I mean, bake, bake sales, all kinds of different things, dances, and he would charge, and the money would go to 
her renting um, or chartering buses to take like three buses, loads of kids to Kings Island, Kennywood Park. And that was my mother. So I, as a as a um, as I got older, as a young man, I wanted to be like my mother. And so when she died, I'm going to continue to be to have that legacy and do the things that she she instilled in me and taught me to to be the man that I should be. Because, mm -hmm. yeah. So, Monette, uh, you said that Juan taught you how to fish better. Is is instruction part of that mission? It is. It is. Juan has the patience of Job, and that's what I like about him. He never discouraged me, but always encouraged me and gave me tips on how to improve. Mm -hmm. And he would just keep doing it, keep encouraging me and encouraging me. And as we do clinics for students or children, I noticed that he does the same thing with them. He never gets mad. I mean, he could be in the middle of catching a big fish and he look over, if I'm not doing something right, he'll say, Monette, you know, you need to do this. You need to do that. And I'm like, I love it. He has a giving heart. And when I realized that feeding the homeless, feeding the community was a part of his mission, I wanted to do it too. And he gets emotional about it. And it's okay because we love what we do. We love what truly, we do. Um, yep. But I have never seen, and I'm an educator, I have never seen someone with as much patience as Juan when it comes to technique and teaching. Um, even though I might have hooked him a couple of Ooh, times with a the couple hook. times. <laughs> Just missed his face. Oh, <laughs> Give me my head. Pop the back of my truck. The girls dance. It's amazing. And so, you know, I have a, another co-worker who wanted to learn how to fish, brought her out there, oh, and he was in the middle of doing a video, and she caught his jacket. Oh, God. Jacket. Yes. And, you know, he just makes fun of it and keeps on going and, uh, you know, teaches us, you know, you kind of got to watch, watch out before you uh, check your surroundings before you sling yeah. out there. Yeah, I've had that happen, too. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys are in the city. How do you how do you get people interested in fishing when that's not really the environment? Oh, it's, it's really a word of mouth. Um, Facebook has been, you know, Facebook is a lot of things and, and there's a lot of negativity, but there's all a lot of good things go on. And, and just, just by doing quick videos and mm -hmm. one thing I don't do, I do not meet a stranger. And um, I talk to everybody. So anybody that, anybody that knows me, uh, equates me with fishing. I, I get, Lord, I get so many things on my Facebook, everything got to do with a fish. It is sent to my Facebook, everything. It's like <laughs> everything. And then I get multiple because you know people don't know somebody sent it, right? Yeah. So I get 10 pictures of one fish that somebody else saw because they know <laughs> we love the fish. And so then what happened, we start partnering like Fisherman's Warehouse. Um oh. is um on not on off of um was that Williams Road. Mm -hmm. They've been wonderful with us. They've been amazing supporter for us. And so even when people come in there um, and they ask about, you know, where do we fish or who do we fish with? He says, call, you know, call Juan, call his group or, you know, and then they um, they sponsor, you know, events for us for, you know, we do kids events. So it's really word of mouth. People know who we are, what we do. We put it on Facebook. And then there's a, a club is amazing called Onyx Gun Club. 
they do a lot of education on gun safety and stuff. And we partner with them several times to do fish fry events. And, okay. and then that's what we partner with when we do our kids' um, uh, fishing outings. So, yeah, just really word of mouth. And people know me. Um, I don't keep my mouth shut. I talk to everybody. And and people recognize, you know, what we do. You know what I mean? And and they love because it's positive. We tell people all yeah. the time. People are like, how do we join Fishing with a Mission? A couple things. You have to be positive. You have to have fun. You know, and you got to enjoy what you do. And that is it. There's no there's no dues involved. There's no fees. You just got to come out and I you got to have a good time and represent. And um, to the point where people are like, man, people come up with a couple of ideas. Like, Juan, um, why don't you sell like, te- like hats? You know what I mean? Hats and T-shirts to raise money, right? And I don't think people ever think about what that means. So that means if I, if we sell hats and T-shirts, that means anybody could buy it, right? So that means if somebody's out misrepresenting us, you know, acting crazy, being yeah. simple, on the news with our hat on, like this person just did a drive-by, you know what I mean? So we have to be careful <laughs> of who wears our our logo and represents us because we won't be misrepresented by anybody. So people that come to us have to be people who really want to make a difference and, and are kind to the homeless. Like we went to Kentucky in uh, August, and I was telling you, we fed over 400 people underneath a bridge. That's our second time going. We take people who go, and these people don't look down on people. They're not afraid to hug a homeless person. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not afraid to touch a homeless person. These people are in the trenches to be able to feed these people who are hungry. So that's how people become a part of us. And and, and then it just, it just blows up. People know what we do. I had no idea that you would feed 400 people at once. That's That's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's insane too. So we're, we 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 go to uh, Michigan yeah. every year um, to catch white bass, and we have a mission to catch so many so that we can feed the homeless when we come back. And so, yeah. you know, we do that. We have a lot of fun, and uh, we when we're here, like you said, kayaking. Tell her the story. I said I was never, never. gonna buy a kayak. Never. <laughs> She's like, I'm not getting no kayak. I said, yes, you are. She said, I'm not, I don't swim. I said, you don't need to swim. You got a life jacket on. There's always, when you go with us, you got to have a life jacket on. Safety first. I don't care how well you can swim, how well you think you can swim. You need your you need your life jacket on when we're on these kayaks, right? And and she was like, well, I'm still not getting one. Like I said, I think she's on number five, to be honest. Um, here's a here's a registration of one that she sold. But I know she's on number five. Um, and um but it, it's it's amazing. So then we're and it's not just it's just not just the homeless. So let me not right uh, forget about everybody else. So fishing on a mission is about not just educating. Uh, we don't just teach kids; we teach adults. Mm-hmm. Um, we're feeding not just homeless people come community people come to my house. Even her, I, I sent the people at her house come over like a fish market. They get fresh, clean fish for free. Okay, and people are like, how do you survive on being free? We survive yeah. by just simple donations from people. We're not there's no donation that's too small, right. and so we built up a little small bank account. And um, people were like, "This year, I'll put out a something." Facebook changed how you donate now. They they went with a different company now. You got to pay like a couple dollars to for people to donate. So we got to we got to go tweak that in Facebook and show people how to how to donate. But people send money, and then we use that to. Feed the homeless and mm-hmm. and do different events. Um, 
Like we we raised money this year for Alzheimer's disease. We raised money for cancer. Kids get cancer too. Urban strengths. Urban strengths. We mm -hmm. raised money for them. Urban strengths. Um, but tell me about urban strengths. I'm not. Urban strengths was founded by Catherine Willis here in Columbus, Ohio. She started with two students, and now it is a strings organization with minority students, and we raise money to help them for college tuition, um, reimbur uh, reimbursement for fees they may use for college for funding, scholarships um, when they go on bus trips and things like that. So it is a great organization uh, to look into. Urban Strings is another nonprofit that we support. And are you all a nonprofit? Yeah, yes, we're, we yes, we're a nonprofit. Okay, and, okay. Yeah, and it's, and it's great. So we, then we also done, no, I mean, National Alliance of Mental Illness. Uh -huh. Done, good Lord, just did three for them this year alone. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and we just give back. We you, you do the one at the with the on Father's Day with the uh, Father's Day with Onyx Gun Club. They this will be they, the second year. Like, they have a Father's Day thing for fathers to come out and and get the fish nursing and stuff. home and the nursing home wins too. Yes, Alzheimer's disease. Yes. This yes. it's it's endless, uh, um, Lord, that we do. And 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 it's funny because some people say, well, you guys should be bigger. Everything that everything that's bigger is not really. That's not what God has shown me. What we're doing in our community, mm -hmm. to me, is working. When you got people who are still working, who got full time jobs, you know what I mean. And as well as myself, I can't put a hundred percent towards you know official mission. But the the things that we do, it's even simple stuff like this. My mother's best friend lives in West Virginia, and uh, Anna, we call Anna. She's known me since I was a before I was born. <laughs> And she's pushing 90. She's in the early stages of dementia. And all she tells me when I talk to her, all I want is fish and pound cake. So I don't know, Lord, if you knew I make a pound cake from scratch that is amazing. And so <laughs> um, went down to West Virginia on on Friday. Well, went down there for work. And then Saturday, went over to her house and we, we cooked fish. Mm -hmm. And I had pound cake for her. And she... Ate at her table. She's like, I just want to eat by myself because when people come, I don't want them seeing me dropping all my food anywhere. So <laughs> but she ate first. And so things like that is what means the most to me is um giving back. It's just um <laughs> so many people in need and um yeah. and, and we and we have so fun. Many, we like we have so much fun. That's why I like to say Cloud. catching and blessing, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, we catch them and then we bless whoever needs them. Yeah. Um I uh you know, I'm hopeful that at some point we'll be able to purchase a boat so that when we're able to take those who don't want to get on the kayak, they're able to get on the boat with us and we can teach them how to fish and um, they can have fun. Uh, we take uh, we took my nephew one time out on the boat. He had a ball. And so we just uh, we take our time and we're patient you know, with them. So we're we're trying to improve in certain areas so that we can continue to bless people as we grow uh, financially. And I really believe that God has his hands on this nonprofit. He, he truly does. Monette can tell the story. So for people who are watching, like we have a lot of, we have a lot of men too that is involved in, and we'll go all the way to Michigan. And, <laughs> and Monette for the first year that she went, it was really just her and maybe, 10 men. And she was calling back telling everybody, like, you're you're safe. We were not like, where you at, girl? Like she would need a room, <laughs> hotel room, 
And we'd be like, where you where'd you go? I, I mean, to... <laughs> when you say you want safety and security, call uh, with a mission. <laughs> we we're not we're not playing like Wait a minute, what you mean you went down the street? You can't go down the street without her. You know, she's like. Uh, I tell women all the time, you know, you're going to be safe. You're going to be safe. For sure. We, we take care of our people. Yes. Uh, and we make sure that our, our women are safe and feel safe um, when they're with us. We we don't mess around with that 100%. So, yeah, she's, you know, she's really independent. I'm like, Monette. <laughs> what? <laughs> I might go to win with you, you know, but. And but my mom the, always says, who's out there with you? Is Juan out there with you? And sometimes I'll, I'll sneak out without him. But Girl. he always wants me, call when you're going and call when you get out and call when you get home. Well, so I, I grew up fishing, too. And yeah. and uh, there's just something really wonderful and magical about being out in the nature, being on the water. For people who live in an urban environment and have not had that experience, can you share what it's like for you to be out there? Peaceful. Peaceful. Um, it, it take again, it takes you away from the news. It takes you away from, mm -hmm. you know, like if you go, if you go, if you get me caught up in something, it's gonna be on the water. You know what I mean? Water or church, you know what I mean, is where you're gonna find me at work. You know, I don't uh I don't hang out no other places, you know what I mean? Because I wanna be out here doing some amazing things. So just being out here in the city and and being in the city and fishing outside the city, and it's just there's nothing it's it's I ice fish and I can't wait for the water for the water to freeze because I love being I love fishing I live breathe sweat uh, fishing doesn't matter there's no elements that I won't go fishing in yeah and then just being out in nature out on the water sometimes we get there and we just to see the sun rise or the sunset it is just like the most peaceful place after a hard day's work. It's like we're racing to get out there before the sun goes down so that we could just take a deep breath in and say, wow. And we look at what God has um, just made. I mean, the trees, the leaves, the water, the fish. The, yes, the fish. And um, it's, it's, even if we don't catch anything, it's we just, have a great time and it's so relaxed. But I always get something. Yes, he does. <laughs> It's like, I think even out of the times we've been fishing, I might have caught more than him one time, just once. Wow. And she's getting good. She's really But uh, there's going to be a day that I'm going to keep up with him. But she's catching more than a lot of my male friends that's going out because she listens. She's doing her thing. Um, and, and let me let me just speak quickly about not just Monette, but, and I, and I can't name them all because there's too many, but I just want right. to say, could not do this without all the support of the fishermen and fishing people right. who come out and they are people who don't mind giving. So like if we have an event, like I know we got a couple coming up in April, if there's not enough funding, people will bring what you need me to get. I need mm -hmm. you to get the batter. I need you to get some fish over here. I need you to get this. The oil. They don't hesitate to, to always make sure that we are feeding enough people yes. and having enough to feed the people. So it's a, so shout out to all the, Fishing on the Mission. And we do have another organization that part of Fishing for Humanity. And that's Helen. That's Helen Clark. And she is our, that's our heart. And she, yes. she uh, has a nonprofit as well. And we all work together. We're just one big family and we do just a lot in the community. So what's a, so, you know, let's say I'm, you're hosting a fish fry this, this weekend and I'm making this up, but okay. A, and I'm, I'm a community member and I'm, I'm here and I'm coming by, what do I see? What's it like? Oh man, it's, it's incredible because I, I can't forget. We also have a, we have, we also have a, a, a 
jazz band called the William Brady Project. Now, this band, just give me an example, this band went all the way to Kentucky and played for free. And I'll tell you, they jammed, they jammed out. If I can find a video, I'll send it to you. They jammed out on the streets. The, the homeless people were dancing. The cops came by, they were dancing. Um, and so when you show up, you're going to see probably pretty much either them or my friend Kelvin, the DJ, or somebody is going to be there playing music. And so when you come, you're going to see a big spread of everything. It's all really organized. You have all your fish, your fish batter, your you have your big fish fryers. We have really nice fries, fries coleslaw. Volunteers helping. Volunteer everywhere. We're, we're helping. Smiling. Gloves on. We're making sure, you know, mask on if we need it, if we're not, uh, you know, so many feet apart, if the numbers are high. You're going to see, it's going to be like a party. It's a, par it's it's a, like a party. That's it's what it's going to look party. like. And I'm going to tell you, Laura, I'm not just saying this because we're fish with a mission. People need to try our fish. Um, oh, yeah. The best around. I'm going to, and I think that's explain to you why we're the best around. That you you that. did, but we haven't said it on air. <laughs> okay, so and I'm not I'm not taking away from restaurants. I'm not taking away from other people because I don't know what y'all do. Mm -hmm. But people come to us and they say, I'm from down south and I have not had fish like this since I was down south. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, what in the heck are you doing? Well, there's a secret batter. We use Andy's fish fry, and it's not a secret, but we add secret <laughs> ingredients to it, right? But the oil that we use in our fish fryers are is changed every single time. So after every event, that's the worst part is breaking it down and stuff, right? The oil is drained, even when our even with our French fries. I know people are like we can keep that. Where are you gonna store that? But anyway, we drain it all. He's fresh, fresh grease every, every time. Single go time. to the, I go to the car wash and I wash it out with a pressure sprayer, clean it up, take it home and clean it again, wipe it down, and I put them in the corner. So every single time we go out, it's fresh. There's no extra batter at the, the laying around in the he grease. Don't do that. Everything is fresh. <laughs> that, that is, the fish is coming out fresh, and people, right? They they lose their mind. They really do. They because it's it's, it's that good. We and and when you when you have a ministry and it's what you love to do, mm -hmm. you know God gonna make sure it's always good. And and then we we take our time and we know what we're doing. We could do it blindfolded to be honest because we do it so much. So. That is yeah. so awesome. My heart is just bursting for you guys and all that you do. I really appreciate you. you coming to share your story with us. And you have got to send me your links and places where people can donate because I'm sure that they they want to support. Yeah, as soon as we get the Facebook up, I will send it to you. And we just and I'm I'm proud of you. Again, like I said, we known you since we were young teenagers and just proud of what you're doing. Um it's amazing. And I'm glad I saw what your sister put on Facebook so I can reach out to you because I'm really proud of you, Laura. And, and and Troy said the same thing. He's proud of you and um, you're doing good things as well. So. Well, thank you all for being here. Thank you thank so you. much. Appreciate nice you. meeting you. Happy, happy Sunday. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help the podcast thrive, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Laura Giles, you can follow her on all her socials at Laura Giles 804. See you next time.